everybody. What's up? What's going on? It's another week down. How we feeling? Another week without a cold open. That, you know what? It's hard times. Hard, <laughs> so, hard times. Hard times. Let's talk about it. Hard times. Hard times. We've, we've fallen on hard times here. It we almost, haven't fallen on hard times. No, COVID just, spikes are back up. Yes. Honey, there are crazy things going on in this world. I'm like, okay. It's I'm just th- a lot going on right now. Yeah. So let's just get into it. Marcus, what's been going on with you? Uh, not a lot. Just, you know, still dealing with COVID and still dealing Child. with, you know, trying to stay safe and just really trying to figure out why America doesn't have a plan. Also, you guys might hear fireworks in the background. So, so. we are, you know, we are in the, the home studio, July. but it is 4th of July weekend here yeah. in Chicago and baby. Baby. I mean, I feel like there's been fireworks, though, repeatedly ever since. I mean, like. The beginning of May, yeah. yeah. So like, it's been fireworks like, End every of May. night. It's been yeah, very jarring. Um, but yeah, I mean, just dealing with all of that, you know. And I don't know how's things with you. Um, things are going well. I am still trying to make it through all of the TV that I want to watch. Um, I keep getting distracted though. Like I have been. So so consumed with throwbacks lately so just like going back to like old shows uh-huh. and kind of, kind of rehashing those you know the i love new york marathon was on last yes. weekend did you say you're watching america's next top model america oh my gosh <laughs> i so got so listen okay check this out so america's next top model is available on amazon prime i believe okay and yeah we've just been slowly making our way through America's Next Top Model. It has finally hit me that I know why we will never get these back again. There will never be like a network marathon of America's Next Top Model. And why is that? It is, Marcus, it is so problematic. Yeah. Like the things that they, Yeah. I mean, and you know, recently there had been, some, you know, Tyra had been under fire for the Gap comment Mm-hmm. And I think a couple of other things that she said. And, but it's not just Tyra. Right. I've been to say there's a lot literally of other people. Everyone. I yeah. mean, everyone. You know, you've been seen on YouTube. I don't know if anyone's been seen on YouTube. The Mr. J and Miss J kind of rehashes of the season. And they're talking about certain yeah. things and moments. It is, I mean, so problematic. Racist, sexist. Like some of these, yeah, it's like <laughs> it's now coming back with like a 2020 right. social justice lens. lens. It's like, oh, yeah. like what's going like, oh, you can't you can't say that. Definitely like, a you, different time. You cannot do that. So I don't yeah. think that we will ever get an America's Next Top Model um, marathon on a network. But it has been a joy to go back through some of the earlier seasons. I'm right now watching season six. That's where we started at. Oh, okay. That's a good one. So we have like Jade. I yes. don't know if y'all remember Jade with like the Jade. short blonde. That cover girl commercial. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, she was like, she okay. Just made up her own lines. She just said she really <laughs> took it to the next level in improv. She really did. Um, And so, yeah, she's on there. Danielle with yep. the, the uh, model who had the gap that Tyra wanted to close and... Mm-hmm. Faranda, who, you know, 
they I mean, they're just saying some problematic stuff about these girls, and it's just crazy, but um, I definitely have been enjoying some of the throwbacks uh, nice. as of late. That's um, good. I did start a new show, which I think is important to talk about. Okay. Um, I recently started the HBO series, I May Destroy You. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Michaela Cow. Yes. Um, so for those who don't know, this is Michaela Cow who's on Chewing Gum. Yes. Uh, and on Netflix. Um, really popular show. She is uh, from the UK. It's very interesting. It's a 30-minute... Um, it premiered like after Insecure. I guess we could call this yeah. a drama. Um, yeah, it's a drama. But very interesting show. It has a... Um, black gay story arc mm-hmm. in it. Um, so Michaela Kyle's friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to watch it. That it, might be something I, I... I mean, it's check pretty out. good. I'm definitely enthralled. I don't know if I'm so hip on the subject matter, uh-huh. which I don't want to kind of... I don't want to give that away. Um, but it's a very interesting show. So I would say if you are looking for something interesting to watch... It kind of gives you a little bit of insight. But no, yeah, I heard it was a really good show, and so I definitely want to check that one out. Yeah, what I love about it most is that it's black British people. Yeah. So not something that I'm used to seeing on TV. I've Me never. Neither. I'm not sure if I've seen that depicted quite. It's a group of black British people. Right. You know, um, they're all friends, and it's kind of, kind of talking about that. So very interesting show. If you have not um, got a chance to check that out, I would definitely suggest that. Okay, there goes your TV suggestion. Yeah. All right, so let's get into this. You know, it's my favorite time of the podcast. Oh, Um, yes. Yes, so let's go ahead and get into our next segment that we like to call Woo Child. Okay, left me hanging on that one. It's all right. You know what? Okay, (laughs) no worries. We're going to keep it pushing. Yeah. I know you guys want to talk about too. (laughs) So, yeah. Do you want me to start? Yes, please do. Okay, I'll go ahead and start. So the first thing that happened this week that I think definitely made me say Wu Chow um, is the news that Ghislaine Maxwell was arrested. Mm -hmm. So for those who don't know, Ghislaine Maxwell is a British socialite. A lot of British stuff this uh, week. What's going on? But a British socialite um, who was the confidant. That's how she's been described the confidant and close friend of Jeffrey Epstein. But so, she was like his lover too. So, that, or so, quote unquote. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about what the relationship yeah. actually was. Yeah. Um, I think that a lot of people thought that they were romantically linked. I actually watched I watched that Epstein ne- documentary. Did you watched the yep, Netflix sure Filthy did. Rich uh, sure documentary. Did. So from that you kind of learn that the relationship is maybe a little bit more than a romantic yeah. relationship. Um she may have been a procurer of young girls for, for him. Actually, yeah, for Jeff. For Epstein. Yes. Yeah. So I think I'm not exactly sure what the relationship was, but what I've noticed that's so interesting, and guys you have to watch this documentary, is that you'll see after each episode they include a, a disclaimer about Ghislaine. About Maxwell. how she denies so the like, charges. She denies all charges yeah. against her. The reason why they have to do this is because several of the women had named her as Personally. a yes, saying that she was aware, saying that she was um, very 
very actively involved yes. in bringing young women basically recruiting to the yeah. yes basically recruiting bringing young women to the island that Jeffrey Epstein owned as well as the uh, Palm Beach house what did they call the island oh, was it just Epstein Island or what what I did they call it they called didn't it. they have a name for it or something child from the documentary that I documentary no I was like ooh child it, it's definitely a lot it's definitely it's, it's a, a lot of information and um they are pulling no punches when it comes to the the actual death part. Yeah. Um, some of the yeah, I thought it was very graphic at towards the end. Once you see kind of how it happened and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but um, so what's been very interesting to me is that this is kind of like alluded to some other things because they also talked about like the people that were kind of tied to Jeffrey Epstein in some way or fashion. Well, yeah. And now like so a lot of those people of course have denied ever knowing about any exactly. of these things. I was but, never there. I don't yeah. know anybody. But I mean there are pictures and like people placing them there. Like there was this one man who placed Bill Clinton on the island. You know, yeah. personally. And, you know, he was like, I was there as a maintenance worker. And I looked up and Bill Clinton and Jeffrey are sitting on the porch. Uh, is it Prince Philip that was also named? Yeah. yeah. Um, so there yeah. are a couple. Uh, now, they also said that Chris Tucker was Chris there. Tucker, but they said yeah. that no one was there that day or something. Right. Uh, right. So something along those lines. But um, it's all very interesting. I thought that this woman was in the clear. Apparently, she is not. What I have found most... So once I heard this story, I was like, Netflix is getting shit done. Like, can we get a documentary on Breonna Taylor? Right. Like, <laughs> Will that procure an arrest? Like, they are making stuff happen um, with these documentaries and just educating people on a large scale. Uh, so that was definitely a Woo Chow moment for me. That's a huge Woo Chow. Um, let's get into the other big Woo Chow of the of the week, um, oh lord! I know y'all want to hear about it. I know you. Oh, you want to uh, talk about it? Jada Pinkett Smith and August Alsana, Alsina, Alsana. I don't know how you pronounce his last Alcina. name. Alsina, Alsina. Yeah. So August Alsina basically went on. I guess I don't know Child. if this was Angela Yee's show. This, this was Angela's podcast. Podca- what is it called? This. Uh, Forget um, what Angelie's podcast is. Is called. it lip service? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Lip service. And so basically, he went on Angelie's podcast and I guess confirmed that he was in a relationship with Jada Pinkett and that Will approved of it. Uh, that is yeah. basically what is happening, or what I mean. That's how it kind of came across. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So. And this man was in love, honey. You definitely see that there is something there. And he talks about it. He was like, yes. I gave my whole, I devoted my whole self to this relationship. I, How? You know, to a married woman? It, How does that work? So what I found interesting is that he kind of prefaces the announcement with, you know, sharing it's, about it's very ambiguous it was like he was yeah. is a is word soup i was like nigga just spit it out like what are you trying to say so are you gay first, are so you no, what like he first prefaces it, prefaces the announcement with you know about will and jada transitioning their marriage mm-hmm. from a marriage to what he calls a partnership a life a partnership a life partner yeah um and how that you know opened up the door for 
uh, them to kind of pursue whatever they allegedly had. Uh, <laughs> this is... Well, wait. I'll let you go ahead and then I... No, I, I want to okay. hear. <laughs> Let's go because I want to hear. This is my thing. It's no secret that he also has an album to promote. Ooh. He has an album to promote. Hello. Um, that's Jada what has doing. a TV show to promote. So that's why he's there. Uh, yeah, that's why he was there on the uh, podcast to begin with. Mm-hmm. There is also the commonly held belief amongst black folk. We all know the T. We've been saying this. Well, for years. we don't know. We've heard. We've all. Let's be fair. We've all held the same belief. The, the common streets belief have that always been there's talking. There's an open relationship and all of those things. An so, alleged open relationship. Yeah. Or open marriage or whatever that you want to call it. What exactly? Whatever you want to call it. What? But we know that there's something there. Um. Uh, all I know is Jada came out with a tweet. Basically, and was saying, um, in response to everything, she said, There's yeah, some healing. This, no, she said, There's some healing that needs to happen. So I'm bringing myself to the red table. Child. Is what she tweeted. While she bring herself to the red table, she needs to bring August Alcina to a hairdresser. Because that blonde <laughs> with those red tips, <laughs> baby. Tweet, somebody just tweeted and said, he got hair like Keisha Cole and I should have cheated. Exactly. <laughs> that that blonde with those red tips was not the move, sweetheart. That's not the I'm move. It's not up. the move. Yeah, so I didn't these like are, that either. This is a couple of, these are a couple of things that I noticed in the conversation between him okay. and Angela Yee. Okay. He talks about integrity and being an honest man and how he has to speak out when he feels like his livelihood when it affects his livelihood how is this affecting his that's what i want to know i think that that's a really great question because i'm i'm trying to figure out how how was this affecting your livelihood he also went on to follow up his announcement later on after people was like oh you know that's some Basically, that's some whole shit. Like you, you know, running your mouth. Like you need to learn how to keep quiet. Blah blah blah. He's like, no one was sideswiped on this. This they everyone had prior knowledge that I was going to drop this bomb. It's just very interesting. Now, what I'm going to tell you, what I believe is that August, you have made a huge mistake. Like, who was in his team to be like? Do not do this. Well, I mean, this like, is career suicide. Yeah, like black, black Hollywood, black people. Jada Pinkett and Will Smith are on a pedestal. You cannot come for black royalty in that way. So, what's really surprising or really interesting to me is that nobody's disputing the fact that this is true. I think everybody is collectively... Jada denies it. Jada does not deny Jada it. Jada and she? Will both denied it What did in they tweets. say? They both denied it in tweets. Give me one second. Please do. They did They did. While you're looking it. that up, I somebody pulled receipts from a red table talk that Will was on, and Jada had referenced, she was like, you know, um, she was like, you know, we've entered this marriage or this life partnership, so we're going to be in this, you know, until that's it. And so if you on your wing of the house with some joker and I'm on my wing of the house with that's, some joker, yeah, that's what Jada then said. that's going to be that. Now, I'm, now, look, don't get me wrong. I think, do I think that something went on between them? 
Yes, absolutely. absolutely yes. Absolutely. They were not careful. They were not smart about this. Well, I mean, there's These tons two of pictures. These have been photographed yeah. everywhere. Did you see the photograph of them together? I think I, they might be at the BET Awards. Yeah, and Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah said, She said, let me let go over here real fly. quick. Because you know, Queen, Queen Latifah's the bone collector. She knows where the bones are buried. I know she, she said, does. get her ass I out of here. I know she does. She said, Dana said, let me go on over here and take this interview and get out of the way. Honey, I saw that and I started laughing. So this, uh, this is being reported through Vibe. Um, and they kind of go in to talk about the entire Show situation. me the tweets. What's the receipts? Uh, so there was no tweet, but there was a rep for Jada called the story absolutely not true. Mm. Will's rep told the UK Sun that the allegations were wrong. So then why did she tweet that? There's needs to, uh, obviously There's needs some healing that needs to happen. So there probably is something. She probably going to ask August to come on and be like, what is wrong? <laughs> what is wrong with you? What is wrong with this hair? Stop it. Because I think you know what I think she's gonna say, and let's flat iron this. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's gonna say that there was a period where her and Will did have an open marriage, but now they've brought it back to close. And it and... could be that, and we know that they are lying. Like this is the thing: we all know it's going on, but you did not How have do to you call. Know? How do you because know? Because I know. How do you know? You, and Will got somebody over in Stop the UK. It. Stop it. What I'm telling These you are is, all rumors. What I am telling you is is that, August, this was not the time to come up here and speak out. You should have just... What's that? What did, what did New York say? And you should have just said there and ate your food. So my question... Wait, my last question is... is why, what what does he look to gain from doing this? This is all about promoting that album. Like, I understand, you know, if you want... If you something on your chest or something on your heart or whatever, but... Why does the world need to know this? This be- because I. What's the point? This is promotion for the album. I, that's all I can say. Yeah, that part still hit me like, okay, but what's the point for doing this? You know, what are you getting out of this? What are you gaining from letting the world know that you had an illicit relationship, allegedly had an illicit relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith? Child, it's all a mess. Um, I'm giving that a woo chow. It definitely is a woo chow moment. It's it's a hot mess. Yes. What else you got next? Okay, so moving from Will and Jada, we're gonna now move to Willow, uh, Willow uh, Smith. So there recently resurfaced some videos oh, the, of Shane Dawson, yes. famous YouTuber Shane Dawson, um, doing some very suggestive mimicking um to a picture of willow smith a poster excuse me uh-huh. of willow smith he was kind of um what is the word pantomiming sure some masturbatory oh yeah stuff okay so this video has resurfaced and there was i mean on social media there was a full out cancel shane dawson because once that kind of hit I mean, they just kept more coming and with more clips, videos, yeah. clips, videos, um, tweets. I mean, of things that he has done that have been problematic. Jaden Smith, as well as Jada, also also uh, took to what did they say? Yeah. So they took to a couple of um, different platforms. Give me one second. So one of the things that they said were both of uh, so Jada Pinkett Smith and Jaden also took to Twitter. Right. Both of them. Jada says to Shane Dawson, 
dot dot dot. I'm done with the excuses. Oh yeah, I saw that. Uh, I and then uh, Jaden goes on to tweet: Shane Dawson, I'm disgusted by you. You sexualizing an 11 year old girl who happens to be my sister. It is the furthest thing from funny and not okay in the slightest bit. Um, recently, after all of this stuff surfaced, Shane Dawson did a huge apology tour, a huge apology video on Save YouTube. Save sorry. Um, basically saying. Uh, that he, you know, although he was under fire, he um, is taking steps to learn more about how racism and how to change it. Um, th- I'm going to quote him. He was he said that he would never talk about a child in any way that was inappropriate. He said that is disgusting and that is gross and it's not something that I would ever do. It's something I did for shock value or because I thought it was funny. Bye. Bye, Pumpkin. <laughs> Bye, Pumpkin. He goes on to talk a little bit about that he was also abused, some past abuse that he had. Um, and I think, I guess he was trying to loosely loop it to that as possibly a reason. But I think the damage is done here. Yeah, it is. So what I'm going to be interested to see is how this affects his brand. You know, one well, of the things... Well, they've demonetized his, video, his so, YouTube channels. So one of the things that I definitely have seen is that this new wave of cancel culture has been deadly. Um, so we, I, Shane, Shane, I hope, you know, I hope you got something safe because it's about to be a wrap. Uh, same to August too. Yeah. I hope y'all got saved that coin, saved a little bit yeah, of coin. Y'all both about to be canceled. Y'all going to be in the chow line together. <laughs> you little coin. Woo child. Um, okay, my next woo child. I told y'all we had a lot this week, boy. It's just shit's going on. We're gonna move it along, move it along, bring it across. <laughs> We're gonna get to Come Normani. On. Normani was trending this week. Um, and actually, what kind of got the ball rolling was Terrell. Terrell's um, Terrell Grice. Yes, with his song association that's really yes. popular. Um, he had a tweet. I don't know. Oh, somebody tweeted. Somebody said you should him. get Normani on there. Somebody said, I don't know about y'all, but Norm at Normani for song association with Terrell Grice would go hard. And so then Terrell quote tweeted it and said, real talk alert, Normani's team ain't it. There's absolutely no reason that this beautiful black talented woman isn't consistently in every household. She been next. My team tried a few times to get her on so we can properly celebrate her and help push, but wrong demo, I guess. Then he goes on to say, but at Normie is at Normani is going to get her flowers regardless. All in God's timing. What is for her will forever be for her. Can't nobody block blessings that are already promised. We just want to see our baby win. That's all, child. So what's apparently yeah. happening is, is that there were some uh, notes, I guess, taken from a conversation with Normani's manager, um, I get, or, uh, or tweets. I mean, sorry, text messages. Yeah, from uh, some guy named Tunji, I guess. And mm-hmm. so basically, I just to run off some of these for you really quickly, and then I want to get your thoughts. Um, one says Normani was supposed to have a collaboration with the Chainsmokers, but her manager turned it down because it was too pop. He's turned down another interview with Hot ninety seven in favor of Zane Lowe. Normani was supposed to have a, col- a collaboration with. Um, Anne Marie, who was, I guess, a popular UK artist, but Normani's team you know, turned that down. Anne Marie. I, I know, used, I know. I used to kick it with back in the day. Um, apparently, she used to have a song with her, but Normani's team turned it down, and so now Doja Cat's going to be on the song. 
they say they were reportedly. What did he say? Tunji admitted to purposefully using her successful collabs to promo her solo music. She's supposed of to be on Ungali Hour. Promo her solo solo music. It says Waves was a song Normani's team made her put out to cater to the urban market. Um, and then, of course, the song Association Drama. She was apparently allegedly supposed to be on Chloe and Halle's Ungodly Hour album. Yeah. And then it says that he also admitted to wrongfully handling Normani in the past and to respect the rollout in the future. So, okay. Allegedly. So, okay, so every, and so everybody was basically after that was like, you need to get rid of your management, cancel management, yeah. cancel management, What's cancel happening? management. Yeah. Do you think that, I mean, Normani has to be knowledgeable about oh, some absolutely. of these opportunities. She knows. So like, she knows. She knows that some of these opportunities and that she's willingly like passing up. I, I mean, would say so, right? She could be under contract. I mean, we all know how them with contracts the manager? Will. Yeah. I mean, not with the. I mean, well, she signed with industry. RCA too, and yeah. so RCA is supposed so like, is allegedly the issue. RCA is the issue, not the manager. Well, maybe the manager is part of RCA or something like Possibly. that. I don't know. Um, what I think is. They're pro- so these are my theories. Okay. Okay. Number one, because if I remember correctly, there was also something about her like not releasing follow ups. Yes. To sir to song to uh, motivation. Like there, right. she dropped off the earth after motivation. I, I would question if there is music ready to go available. I would say so, but is anybody allowing her to put it out? Again, this goes back to a label issue. We've seen this time and time and again with Kesha, with Megan Thee Stallion, with a lot of these yeah. ladies, you know. Yeah. If they're, uh, hell, JoJo, like, that's mm-hmm. the prime True. example, you know. I think it's very unfortunate for Normani because she just got out of a problematic label with the group Fifth, Fifth Harmony. Harmony. Yeah. And, you know, and kind of how the, they were being dealt with. And now she's in this solo, solo space and, like, this is what's really weird to me, and I, I said this to you earlier, but you can tell something's going on because there's no way you could have a hit like Motivation and do no pub for it, only one live performance, mm-hmm. no concerts, no shows, no nothing, no follow-up single, but a video, and just let it fizzle out. Like, Motivation was the catapult, should have been the catapult for her career, Agreed. and then it just floundered. Like, now, baby, you're back at the beginning. Like, you're going to have to do this all over again because no, who, what do you do? Yeah, I don't know. There's obviously something going on behind the scenes that we are not. I want her to win so bad. I think we all do. I think we all see the potential, but there has to be some type of, uh, there's something going on with the team. That we don't know about. Is I, it? Is it? Could it be that like they're related, family stuff? Because you know, know sometimes that will have you messed and up. And I'll still drop you. It could also be. You know what? It could also be like a Mariah Carey, Tommy Mottola situation. But you know what? Tommy had Mariah every which way. They were married though. Right. They were married. I think that's different. I what I would like to see. I think we've seen how Parkwood Entertainment does business and the oh, rollout gosh. of their artists. And so oh, I would yeah, probably like her. I would like to see her as a part of that establishment. I think we've seen them nurture what their main artists, Chloe and Halle, basically, 
to what they are now. And like where they're Chloe and Hallie are finally starting to see the benefits of that. And I think Normani right. could lend some of that help as well. Could use Possibly. some of that help. I mean, what would you like to see happen to her? I, I mean, the team definitely needs to be changed. I would also say what needs to happen immediately is that Normani needs to say something. Yeah. Hello, Normani, where you at? Right. Like, this is the time to either go ride hard for your team or be like, yeah, like, please stay tuned. Changes are in the works. Yeah, because Meg didn't waste no time saying, Baby. and this ain't it. She said it's dropping. So it might be contracts. So, I mean, that's what I feel like needs to happen immediately. But then in the future, yeah, you have to kind of figure out what are the, um, the best way to do it. You have enough of a name now that you are not like an unknown trying to just get the first record deal that comes to you. There are people that I think would be that would gladly step behind you and support you. So, I guess we'll find out. We definitely will. Okay, so let's take a break. Yes. Okay. Okay. Was that was that it for you? Yep, that was it for me. Let's take a break, and then we will come back um, with a segment of spill. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. We'll be right back. Okay, now we are back. Okay, what you got here? I so see. For this episode of Spill, you know, as I said earlier, I've been kind of getting into some of the old throwback episodes um, and shows during this time when I'm spending a lot of time at home. And I thought it was good for us to talk about our favorite throwbacks. Okay. 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 So we're talking about TV, we're talking about movies. We're talking about music, okay? Okay. What are those throwback shows, movies, or artists that you feel like should make one one comeback here in the year 2020, or granted now 2021, um, probably would be <laughs> right, better. For... Uh, <laughs> right, just for to maximize right. to maximize it. But let's start first with TV. Which TV show would you like to see come back for one? season living single extremely really? easy and so just getting the group back yeah what do you think would be like the plot like what could be uh what so first off, i forget what happened at the end Shit, i don't know of living single i for, i don't know overton and uh sinclair they got married didn't i they? believe so yeah yeah so maybe it's a pickup with like where khadijah is now with her career Maybe Maxine's a successful lawyer. Maybe her and Kyle have been married now and got a family. Yeah. Um, maybe Regine owns a fashion boutique. What I am into now, I am... So let me let me clarify by saying this. I am no longer watching any type of slave movie content or TV shows. Mm. What I want now are black TV shows highlighting or portraying successful people. Successful, okay. you know, real world problems that, you know, we can, like Insecure, that we can relate to right. every day. I want black superheroes and black entrepreneurs and scientists and, you know, dramas and action movies of black people and stuff like that. I want, I want us to branch out now. I'm tired of these slave movies. I'm tired, you know, the period dramas are cute but like let's yeah. give me like that's why I we like have history that. books we understand okay. everything that's happened in history but give us something good and so i think this would be good to have you know khadijah maybe owns a newspaper company now or something now okay. and regine's a 
fashion and you know Sinclair maybe is a a stay-at-home mom but Overton owns a business you know give them their just due I I would watch okay cool I would watch yeah for me the tv show that I'm ready to come back for one more season It's it's probably gonna be something trifling no. What is it? A different world. I see, and I was ooh, I was almost going to say that, but it wouldn't work because it definitely could work. Let me tell you how. Okay, go ahead. Let me tell you how. Go ahead. Okay, so this is the this is how it's set up, right? Um, I'm thinking that we do a um, so they're coming back because at this time. Their kids are ready to go to college. See, this has been done before. Their kids are ready to come back. Their kids are ready to go to college. They are like going to be like, yeah, you are going to go to Hillman. You know, certain things. And what I think would be interesting is to maybe like set up maybe a rivalry between, you know, friends and couples. I'm telling you right now, we already know Whitley and Dwayne are married. I'm thinking there might have been a Kimberly Reese Ronald uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, like absolutely. Kimberly Reese Ronald Union and like have their like child also uh, coming up. And so I think I definitely think it could work. The only reason why I say that it couldn't, I don't want to say it can't work, but the, the magic is not there because when you start bringing in brand new cast members to be the kids, that's not why we watch the show. Well, no, I say you that's the reason that you bring them there. But then have the, you know, parents coming back. Or what about, like, a homecoming weekend? Like, I think it could be so dope to kind of see everyone come back. Um, Or, hello, maybe it's like, well, that's kind of sad. But, like, you know, Mr. Gaines is, like, funeral. Oh, no. I know I didn't kill Mr. Gaines. Right. Wait, hold on. Let me make sure Luke is is still alive. I don't <laughs> um, me, you know, it would be really cute if it was like a special, and like they're yes, they were moving their kids in, but like no kids ever casted. So he died in 2013. Okay. Yeah. So okay, okay Mr. Gaines' funeral. Hello. Like I think that there are ways that we can make this happen. I need to see it. So what I was saying was, I what if like there was a special, and they're doing your plot of like, oh, their kids are starting school, but we don't ever get to see the kids because of the drama that ensues with them. So there's a reason, there's a plot device for them to be on campus for the weekend for say it's like new student orientation, and they get into something. I need everybody to come back. I need there to be like. I would like to see everybody back. It could could even be graduation. I need to see Patty Labelle come back as Dwayne Dwayne's mama, (laughs) Dwayne Wayne's mom. Um, We don't have Diane Carroll anymore. So for Whitley's mom. I mean, we could die. Just die. Right. We can make some things happen, but that is something I definitely need to see. Okay. Okay. What else you got? Now let's talk about movies. I've already got mine. Oh, be my guest. So, I want to see not a remake, not a reboot, a sequel to set it off. And I'm going to tell you how we're going to do this. Uh, okay. Jada, obviously, the other girls are dead. Right. How but so? we will commemorate them and they'll still get to be a part of this movie in flashbacks. So Jada's obviously the main character since she's the only one still alive. And, you know, she started this new life. However, she's struggling from some type of PTSD from what happened and having her close friends get killed. And so she keeps having these flashbacks of the relationships with them. But at the same time, she runs into another group who is 
trying to plan a bank heist or something like that. And she has to struggle with the decision of getting in on that because she's falling on hard times because she's dealing with the PTSD or really taking the time to go and deal with, you know, these nightmares and stuff that she's basically been having of everybody being killed. And so then that's the struggle with her. And then we see how that plays out. Wait, okay. And I'm copywriting this movie idea, so anybody How takes you it, going you're gonna to do know. Flashbacks with people looking like how they look now. Easy move. They do it all the time in the movies with de aging technology and stuff like that. Very easy. Ooh. They got all these white folks up here looking like uh, looking a mess with this de aging technology. Okay, question. They can do it. Okay, question for you. Does Blair Underwood come back at all? Well, he didn't have a huge part in the first movie, but so I we mean, we know that him and Jada were in love. Maybe a cameo. I don't know, but I mean, I could do or I could give or take without him because he wasn't a huge part. Oof, I so. don't know. Okay, so this is my only thing with that. Okay, I, okay, you are going. So she's going to meet a new group because at this point, Jada is. What? And when I say new group, obviously it's a lot of young young adults, younger individuals, or whatever. Or like she's gonna school them. I don't know. We'll see. You know, I mean, I don't think necessarily school them. Maybe she in the intention is to help out with the heist, but then she starts having second thoughts, and then you know the flashbacks and the nightmares keep plaguing her and stuff, and so she's like forced to maybe drop out and the group is mad because they have to depend on her. And so now she's dealing with the tussle of like fighting against the group or, you know, trying to get her mental health and her sanity because it's not only a potential heist movie, but a heist also dealing with mental illness or, you know, mental something mental that needs to be uh, worked on and including, including therapy and stuff like that into it. I think it could work. (laughs) I think it could work. You know what? Okay, I'm not going to throw it out immediately. I see. I'm talking you into it because you're like, hmm, okay. I, this is, I just, I, I, you know what it takes it work. out for me is the de-aging. They've done it all. They do it in all, uh, what was that movie uh, with Martin Scorsese that was on Netflix? Mm-mm. I forget that long ass movie that just came on. That just debuted last year, but they did it in that. They did it in Mar. They do it all the time in Marvel. I just watched a video about all the de aging technology. They can do it. Okay, I don't know. I'm. I was looking up. Um, I was looking up trying to look up the age of the women. Oh, in the movie. Yeah. I don't remember. I mean, they uh, were in like okay, maybe right. mid twenties, mid to late twenties. Okay. They were young. Um. Oh, it's time for. So me. that's my movie. So okay. what's your movie? Oh, child. Okay. Soul food. Soul food. It, it would be a sequel. I could see that one. Yeah, it would be I a sequel. I would love to have... Everyone's a, still alive. Everyone is still alive. The whole cast can return. Let's get everyone back. Flash forward in time. However you want to do it. However you guys... I mean... I could see You that. have so many people there. So let's figure out how we can really move this story. It's set in Chicago. Yeah. I could be in it too. <laughs> Shout out to Vivica Fox because you were in both of ours. So go yeah. ahead, girl. Get this checked. Oh, she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. So what I'm thinking is like the first. The I guess the plot for me would be the three sisters are coming back. So that's gonna be Neil Long, Vivica Fox, and because Vanessa. they didn't sell the house. They didn't sell the house. Um, but they put. They did. No, they didn't put Uncle Pete in the home. Uh, no, they kept. He was out on the stoop holding the baby at the end. Yeah. 
So what I think maybe Uncle in, Peak's dead because he was old as as Big Mama. He probably was, but well, I, I'm here for the drama. Yes. We're bringing Cousin Faith back. Yeah, of course, we have to bring Cousin Faith back, who is now a full out housewife. What um, if she married Miles? Absolutely not. Or was dating Miles? No, in and my that's sequel, the catalyst. In my sequel, Terry and Miles got back together. No, I did not like them together. Absolutely, fucking, literally not. No, they got back together. Uh-uh. No, in my sequel, they're definitely back together. We have to have them back together. She could not if she married Miles. No, they no. are excommunicated. She would be excommunicated from the family. Terry and, and Miles I would see to it. not getting back together. I don't think that should be undone. Okay. I think the plot should be uh what's Vivica's character's name? Max. Yeah. Max and her husband should be having issues. So or could it be that like they're planning the family reunion and like bringing everybody back? Okay. okay. Um and from there kind of like all of the drama and rages that, that ensue from there. I could see but that. Everyone is back. We love that sh- we love that movie. Yes. And you know, it's I think it's a it would be a very good feel good um film for the and for the black family. When was the last time a like a all black movie came out? Come on, talk about it. I can't tell you. I mean, what was that? Oh, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> I can't tell you, I'll look it up. Because the only one I can think of is the holiday that had Monique in it and Nicole Ari Parker and Gabrielle Union and Kimberly Elise. Um, well, I mean and Romany Malco. All Black would have been... It's the last big all black movie. Black Panther. Okay. Okay. I mean, it had some white people in it. Yeah. Right? Um, Moonlight. What all that? Black. Okay. Okay. You're, you're right. Okay. I just, I wanted to see. I was like, what are some big all black movies that have happened yeah. lately? So... Okay, cool. What else? Is that it or No, okay, last one and then okay. we have to then we'll be done. Okay. The artist she wants to come back with for one more album. Dead or alive? No, they gotta be alive. They I'm gotta sorry. be alive? Yes. Sorry. To come back for one more oh yeah, we got that about Well, this is an easy one. Destiny's child. Okay. <laughs> okay, we both are on the same plane. Duh. Okay, that's who I had to. Yeah, I've been to say if you were talking about dead or alive, I would have said Aaliyah. But if we're talking just alive, I would have said Destiny's Child. I'm definitely saying Destiny's Child. Yeah, I think Destiny's Child, it, it yes. was, that's who I wanted as well. Yes. Um, I would even go waiting. and see a tour. We are waiting. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else I think would be. I could see Drew Hill coming back and doing another album. No. Or Cisco. I not, like Cisco. No. I, I don't want to see anyone who has not been, um, what's the word? The word that I'm looking for. I don't want to see anyone that has not been uh, trained or like not keeping up. I don't want to see anybody oh. that's like gonna be huffing and puffing on stage out of shape. What about in sync? No. Okay. Because they all cannot sing. <laughs> okay. No, they no. Huh. They they're not ready. I'm thinking of music that of the time gone by. Work. What about Tyrese? I mean, I think Tyrese still tries to sing, right? No, he's retired from music. That Black oh. Tie album was his last. No, I'm I'm good on it. I don't need another Tyrese album. Okay. Uh, 
I mean, everybody else is still putting out music. So, I mean, who else can you think of? Or would I you... would love to see another Danity Kane album, <sighs> but that will never happen. Yeah. That's that's out of it. That's <laughs> never going to happen, ever. Yeah, I'm sticking with Destiny's Child. I'll, that's what I also see. said Destiny's Child. The last thing, I mean, I think everyone would agree that a Lauryn Hill album would be dope. She'd be late to her own album release party. I mean, and you know what? I don't even need a tour. I just, I think an album. There was a tweet that said that had um, Lauren Hill wished her son a, be- a belated happy birthday, and they're Tried like, it. "Damn, she's late to everything." Try, <laughs> we just, just gonna agree that time doesn't exist to Lauren Hill. Gotcha. I can see an Erica Badu album. Yeah. I mean, there's some good ones. I mean, but I mean, a lot of these girls, like I said, ladies are still putting out music. So I mean, like Jill Scott, India Ire, India Ire kind of left the game. She did. So. She did, but right. those those are the throwbacks that I think that I'd be like, oh, let's get another album. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what if we got another Chingy album? Oh, Chingy's dead, actually. Chingy is not dead. No, that's Houston. I was about to say I was just at a Chingy concert last yes. year. Okay, boy, shut up. <laughs> I really was. I know you was, but that was Houston that died. Yes, I did go to a Chingy concert. I like and the way you what? do that, right there. What do y'all have to say? What you doing, nothing, chilling at the holiday? Do not be worried about me. <laughs> Okay, well, let's take one more break, and then we'll come back with our signature segment, Fizz or Flat. Yeah, shout out to the throwbacks. We'll be right back. All right, now it's time for our signature segment, Fizz or Flat. Yay! This is where Marcus and I get to... Count down the top moments of pop culture uh-huh. and rate them a fizz if we're feeling them or a flat if we're not. Boom. Marcus, what do you have up first? So the first thing I have up is there was some news. I, this is from okay. Vanity Fair. This is High School Musical. So Kenny Ortega on why Ryan wasn't openly gay in High School Musical. Kenny Ortega says that Ryan from High School Musical would probably come out in college and talks about why the character was who was played by Lucas Gabriel wasn't openly gay in the Disney movies. So he says, the question was, would it have been possible when you made High School Musical to have had, to have, had Ryan be openly gay? And he responded, I have to be honest with you. I didn't think at the time, and Disney is the most progressive group of people I've ever worked with, I was concerned because it was family and kids that Disney might not be ready to cross that line and move into that territory yet. So I just took it upon myself to make choices that I felt that those who were watching would grab. They would Mm. see it, they would feel it, they would know it, and then they would identify with it. And that is what happened. I want to be very honest with you. I always thought that he was gay in All the right, movie. I was about to say, I, did, I, I was just, uh, what's, what's understood does not, not need to be, be said. Gay. Yeah, I already assumed he was gay, so I didn't really need him to come out and say that. Honey, those hats, those pants. That outfit. Those jazz squares. The like, dance, what are right. We talk, what are we talking about? Right, I already thought he was gay, so. Even in high school, cool. too, I knew his, I knew what the deal was. I knew what the T was uh, in the, uh. Fabulous song. Yes, yeah, all of them. Or the one, it. the Get in the Game song with oh, the baseball honey, diamond. He was getting it. Gay. He was giving us. <laughs> he was every definitely judge gay. Feeling every piece of his um, 
inner Judy. He was definitely gay. So Fizz, I guess, I think the only downside would be is once again, you know, you have somebody who was saying something after the fact when it would have been nice to have actually had that gay character so that kids could look up to him or so. But I mean, I already just assumed he was gay. No, I totally get it. I think so. Like for the times it was, they did what they thought was appropriate and all of that. It's just, it's so funny that it is a different time now from once, from when High School Musical came out till now, um, Kids are identifying younger and younger and have the terminology yeah. and the words to really articulate um, their own identity development. And so it's interesting that when we think about High School Musical being released, how, it, oh, it's not that long ago, but it's such a different time and kids are so different nowadays. Yeah, I give it a fizz. So, yeah, sure. Uh, fizz for me as well. What do you got? Okay, so... Um, I feel like this is the ongoing theme of people giving us everything <sighs> that we have not asked for. I am for. so tired. So, the NFL. So tired. The same NFL. This is so disingenuous. That uh, dismissed our Colin Kaepernick that uh, doesn't want people to kneel for the Star, Star, Star Spangled Banner um, has decided that they're going to take things to church. They're going to take it to church before the game. The NFL is now saying that they plan to play the Negro National Anthem, lift every voice and sing uh, before every week. Uh, for every one first week game. Yeah, yeah, before every Keep kickoff it, game. Save it. I don't um, want it. They're also going to play the Star Spangled Banner, but they're going to play the no. lift- Lift every voice and no, sing. No, no thanks. This is so disingenuous. Like, we already know how the NFL feels. We don't need this. So it's very disingenuous, but I definitely want to watch. Watch what? I want to watch those who try to mouth the word. They probably don't know them. And I just want to see the faces as, as Lift Every Voice uh, and Sing plays. As who's going to mouth the words? Who's going to actually... <laughs> Could you imagine... I'm not here for it. This is a flat for me. No, it's definitely, uh, it's once again, taking this opportunity and trying, performative and trying to bring people into what is, you know, what's hot right now, which is to be woke, which is to be, you know, someone who is uh, speaking to black issues and race relations. So it's definitely a flat for me. I, I'm not going to say that I'm not going to see some clips. I'm going to definitely try to research some clips to see who's mouthing the words to lift every voice and sing. It's so interesting. I saw this. I and Have I you don't... ever seen white people try to act like they know the song? <laughs> it is one of the most interesting, funny things that I've ever seen. Of, you know, people who are like feeling either moved by the music. Um, so like I've seen like the gentle sways. The church rocks, um, and kind of like a pantomime, almost like a watermelon, watermelon, right. watermelon of these lyrics. It's it's literally one of my favorite pastimes is to watch white people um, pantomime through the words of "Lift Every Voice and Sing." This is a mess. I yeah, this is a, a huge flat for me. Child. Um, the only other thing I have is I just wanted to give a shout out. Uh, Hamilton is on Disney Plus. I've already watched it. Hey, I've already watched it. So you know I've going seen to watch it. it. So you know I've seen yes, it. Yes, yes, we all, all know. Thank you. We I ain't got to keep bringing there. it up. Appreciate it. You know, but thank you. 
it's it's great to see it on um yeah with, with the original cast and yeah, so i which is really exciting we'll probably watch it more than once but i wanted to give a shout out to that because it's a pretty cool thing i like it it's definitely a cool thing and it's definitely a show that people need to see um i think for i would love while, to see it in person i mean yeah of course but i think it's just so appropriate for the times and where we are now and kind of this revolution, you know? So You want a revolution? I need a revelation. <laughs> so listen to my declaration. Someone's been listening to the soundtrack. Yay. Um, You're but, so, okay. <laughs> um, okay, what else you got? So that was it for me. You know, we are all in this theme of reboots throwbacks and, throwbacks and reboots and, and, and all of that stuff. And, you know, it's been something that's been going on now for the past three or four years with all of these things. But I'm very excited about another throwback that is coming back. Um, Noah's Ark is scheduled to have a reunion. I heard about um, this. Titled The Rona Chronicles. Yeah, it's like an online thing that's on yes. somebody's channel. And so it's going to be a 15th, it's the 15th anniversary of the series, Noah's yes. Ark, which was a groundbreaking series for those who don't know by Patrick Ian Polk. Um, it featured uh, five. Five. Yeah, five. Well, okay, four, but then Chance's husband. So I mean, five, he was basically kind of, a cast yeah. member. So, um, well, f- let's go ahead and just go with the four, the main four, but four uh, men of color, black gay men of color. Well, so it'd be very, six then, because it'd be them four, then say, Jensen, uh, and then... Oh, way too. Yeah. So okay, I mean, it was just, a, let's just say a group. It was a whole group yeah. of them, a slew of them. A slew a of them. A school of... <laughs> Black gay men, well, just gay men of color. Yeah. Uh, so a really groundbreaking work. It was a comedy, kind of very much set in the Sex and the City kind of yes. um, genre or feel. Yes. But they are doing a 15th anniversary special that is actually going to be on July 5th. Okay, it's going to be on YouTube. Um, it will also be on Facebook. I'm going to watch it this week then cuz if it came if it came out on Sunday then I'm going to watch it this week. Yeah, so make sure that y'all check that out. Um because I, the original series only had two seasons and they and also then it had, had a, a movie, movie. yeah, um, which movie. was really good. So I'm definitely super excited about it. I want to see it. Your friend is also doing a live Q&A. Um, don't do that. I know you're talking about. Don't you mention his name. Don't worry about it, cause that's nasty. We're not gonna do that. Y'all know who's doing a lot of Q and A. this um, your friend. So we will see exactly what happens. What do you think? Make one prediction. I could see them doing a whole new season. Honestly, that's another show that I would have picked to like come back for another mm. season. I would have seen. I would have watched that. I would watch okay. that. Yeah. So I that's think... all. I, it's a fizz for me. Okay. I would. I mean, you wouldn't watch another season. I definitely would watch another. I would watch it. I would definitely support it. I'm not sure if I would be in love with it. How? Why not? Um, I don't know if the where the characters are would be interesting enough for me. Like, would you need to? We need to find out where they are. So basically, I mean, Rodney was very already much married. Rodney Chester's character, Chance was um, pretty. I mean, his daughter, his daughter has to be grown now. Like yeah. these, are, these are some old queens coming yeah, they, through. I would say yeah, they are. They're gonna be some old, old queens coming through. Older. So I don't know. No shade. No shade, but you know, much. They are very much 
established, experienced ladies. And so I mean, it's no different than the Sex in the City movie. So I mean, true. Have it be the same way. Shit, take them bitches on a trip. It's a good movie. Yeah, let them go to Palm Springs or Napa or something, and have whatever ensue ensue. Okay. Shit, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I need a full another season though. Okay. But I'll watch, I'll definitely watch the special. So it's a fizz for me. So support everybody black unless you're Trent and Rashad, honey. I said I would watch it. He said I don't think they need another season. Just I no, I don't think. So they don't need give people season. more jobs. Just give them that one thing and then tell them to go sit and down. Give them a nice big paycheck. That's Trent. Okay. Well, I'm rooting for everybody black. Gosh, Marcus. Honey, that's all I got for Fizz or Flat. Okay. So after this episode, what final thoughts are you leaving with? Final thoughts. Um, I don't know. You go first. So for me, it's really about... It's it's about making moves with intelligence. When I think about the August Alcina situation... Oh, gosh. Um, and who you are linking yourself to, you have to really be smart. And... I don't think that this was a smart situation for him and him linking himself romantically to Jada Pinkett Smith. I think that this is going to, this is going, while it may give him some initial buzz and uh, talk around his name, I think that this is going to do some very serious long-term damage to his career. The same thing I could say with Glenn Maxwell. And you was associating yourself with that man and you want to deny all the claims and you want Netflix to put out that you deny all the claims. But, honey, you sit there and rocked with that man for years on end and associating yourself and linking yourself with somebody who was doing all the dirt. So I think that those are my final thoughts uh, with this episode. I am very interested to see what happens with these two. I don't think I would necessarily put August and Ghislaine in the same category because yeah. she was fully aware and like purposefully doing what you know she was doing. I'm not saying what they did was on the same level. Okay. I'm just saying in okay. the sense of linking yourselves to people allegedly. that could allegedly linking yourselves to people that could really have some long term bite back effects. So the reason why I say that is because I think August probably wholeheartedly went into that thinking that he was going to like be in a relationship with her. If that's what happened. And a, for Ghislaine. A what? A, a, an open public, re- like what are you thinking? I'm shaking my head right now. I know y'all can't see it, but I mean, I agree. I'm like, what were you thinking? Like, in what world would you think that you were going to be in a full on relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith, the wife of Will Smith, who is, who are both household names. Like, no. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, just... All I'm saying is you really have to be careful um, when you are sitting up here and basically setting yourself up for failure down the road. Because what all... And trust me, I'm not saying that August is lying. I'm not saying that. What is done in the dark will eventually come to the light. Say as that. we see, have seen with uh, <laughs> Delaney Maxwell. Say that. Yeah, arrested. And so... All I'm saying is you, when you know what's going on in the dark, be careful who you're linking yourself into and who you grabbing arms with. I agree. I agree. Um, mine, I'm just going to switch it up. I'm just, again, on the same tip, justice for Breonna Taylor. Um, 
Black Lives Matter, you know, this movement is not over with. I know we've seen it a lot less, but just to let you know. And then also... We need a Netflix documentary. Yes, something. Um, also, justice for Elijah. Um, I forget his last name, but um, for Elijah as well. Elijah McClain. Yeah, McClain. Thank you. Thank you. So. Justice for Elijah McClain. Um, also, wash your hands. Wear a mask. Wash it's not hands. very hard. You know, stay out of large functions, stay out of large groups. You know, again, cases are back on the rise. We're going to be back in the same spot we were at the end of March. Right. So, wash your hands. Be careful who you are linking yourself up with, Normani. (laughs) And with that, we will see you guys next time. Wait. Make sure to follow us on the social medias. Oh, that's right. Follow right. You just ready to get up, child. We're ready to go. Nobody knew better. You have guys, you I love We're not gonna get into I, that. Yeah. Anyways, follow us, follow Cold Pop on YouTube at Cold Pop Show. You can also subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, at Cold Pop. Where can they find you? Find me. In St. Louis, rolling on the. I was so getting uh, ready to say that. Uh, you can find me in St. Louis, rolling on the smoking blood. I was so getting no, ready to say you, that. You can find me on Instagram at Trent Rashad and on Twitter at Trenton RD. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. And don't forget to follow Cold Pop at Cold Pop Show on Instagram. And Cold Pop Show as well on uh, YouTube. Yeah. So find us. Find us. Like Carmen San Diego. Or like Where's Waldo? Come find us. All right, y'all. Thanks for joining us. We will catch you all next week. Um, enjoy. Bye. <laughs>